This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Jim McCormick of agmarket.net as we take a look at these markets here at the opening session. Uh, first off, Jim, what are we seeing in the grains? Uh, we're seeing some pressure coming out of the overnight market. So um, plain and simple, a uh, little bit of risk off is coming back into the marketplace. They kind of have a nice little macro rally the last couple of days. New month, new quarter kind of brought some money in at the very beginning of the week. Maybe a little bit of optimism that we'd be close to a Fed pause of raising interest rates. That looks like uh, that is getting squashed this morning. The stock market's down pretty hard. The dollar, which has been in a pretty hard correction down rally, is starting to rally back up, up a full point today. So I think you're going to see a little bit more pressure in the grain market today. On top of it, we just found out news that looks like um, OPEC plus the Saudis and the Russians, the rest of the group, are going to raise are going to cut excuse me cut oil production by two million barrels a day. That will drive prices higher. Undoubtedly, and you take the prices higher, that will take money out of the consumer's hands, which tends to drop the demand for other products. So uh, that could also be a little bit of negative drag on the market today. Of course, in the grains, we're also seeing harvest pressure as well. Now, it looks like it's not um, as intense as it was last year right now, but, you know, what's going on there? We're definitely seeing the harvest pressure kind of kick in right now, but we're kind of dealing with our own little problems on the harvest side of the equation. What I mean by that, Riley, is the low water levels um, down on the Mississippi River. Um, There's reports up to 100 tugboats hauling roughly 1,600 1600 barges are lined up for miles trying to get through this spot in Louisiana where the river is just too low. You know, remember about 40 to 50 percent of our exports go out through the Gulf. If you can't get that grain out the Gulf, it just kind of backs its way up through the system. So what's going to happen is that's going to probably increase the carries, but it's also going to probably increase the, the, the basis as as facilities get full. So uh, it's probably that's going to unfortunately have a little bit more of an extra drag on the market. So you get the normal you know weakness of the market going into full-fledged harvest. This could just, just exasperate that problem, unfortunately. All right, of course. And, you know, are there any other uh, global issues that are kind of weighing in on the markets right now? Or are we still, you know, like you said, kind of focused on ourselves still? Well, right now, I think what you're looking at is a couple things you're looking at on the macro front and the micro front. On the macro front, we are worried about the overall global demand for products. We're still watching what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia right now. There's negotiations still going on. Or will they or will they not close that cor- corridor? The reason why that's so important is that they would close that corridor all of a sudden Europe and the rest of the world that is counting on getting that grain out of Ukraine to feed themselves, if they can't get that grain out of Ukraine, it's going to force that demand somewhere else that's potentially become the U.S. And where that gets really interesting is plain and simple is with the adjustments they gave us on that quarterly grain stock report last week, you carry that forward, make no other adjustments, your new crop carryout projections can be a billion seventy million without any adjustments. Now, you can argue the demand's been a little bit weak, which will bring that carryout back up. But if you can't get that grain out of the Ukraine, all of a sudden that demand may actually be understated, which then means in general we got to drive the prices higher to ration demand. So that's kind of a positive story on the corn front. On the bean side of the equation, it's a little bit more negative. Argentina just did this aggressive peso play to encourage exporters or importers and producers to essentially sell the beans to the exporters to generate revenue. They needed the tax revenue, plain and simple. It worked really, really well. 
unfortunately for the United States, that meant China came in and bought a lot of Argentinian beans where they traditionally buy U.S. beans at this time of year. So we might have lost some bean demand, potentially. The crop got bigger from a year ago. And right now, the early, early yields I'm hearing from the beans, especially in the eastern part of the United States, the yields are a little bit better than a lot of people are thinking. So I think there is a shot this crop could get a little bit bigger on the report next week. So worst case scenario for the beans is demand is dropping and supply is increasing. Right now, the current new crop projected ending stocks is about 200 million. If you cut that product, or excuse me, raise production a little bit, plus the carry-in and cut demand 150 to 200 million, like some people are fearing, all of a sudden our carryout is closer to 450 million. And the reality is, folks, if you got about a 450 million carryout in beans, there's just no reason economically that I can see for us to be near 14 dollar beans. So the beans look like they could have a negative story, where the corn may have a little bit more positive story. All right, and uh, livestock markets aren't open for trading yet today, but what do we think we'll see there? I would assume we're going to see a little bit of pressure right now. The stock market is under pressure, and like I said, with OPEC cutting production like it is. And, I mean, there's a rough estimate that says, you know, if you drive the price of crude oil roughly $10 higher, you're going to add at least $0.25 cents to the price of gasoline. So the gas prices are going to start working higher as the gas prices work higher on top of all the other inflationary pressures we're seeing the consumers tend to back away from maybe going out to eat as well as just buying the higher cuts at the grocery store. So that will potentially have a negative impact on the demand for uh, protein. And then as well, the dollar, like I said, it is starting to work its way back after correcting the last couple of days. As that dollar continues to march higher, it does make our products a little bit more uncompetitive on the world pricing. And that becomes a problem for exports of the proteins, just like it does for the grains. All right, Jim, lots of great information today. For those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at agmarket.net, how can they do that? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461 or reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758 or just go to our website, agmarket.net, to sign up for our research. That again was Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. We'll have the numbers next. At the opening session, December corn down 3.5 and 6.79 and a half. November soybeans down 16 and a half at 13.67 even. December soybean meal down 3.10 at 3.98.40. December soybean oil down 33 at 64.69. Chicago wheat up four and three quarters at 9.07 and three quarters. Minneapolis spring wheat up seven even at 9.83 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up six and a half at 9.95 and a quarter. And December oats down two and three quarters at 400 and three quarters. On the Merck, October live cattle up a nickel at 144.25, October feeders up 17 at 174.82, lean hogs up 147 at 88.47, pork cutout down 227 at 85.67, and class 3 milk down a nickel at 22.21. And that's been a check of the opening market prices. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for joining us today. Don't forget to tune in later for the Closing Market Podcast as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.